And welcome back to Afterburn After Hours. We are working on gains in 2023, and we are on gain episode number 15. All right, so we are we are making our way through some gains. And uh, Dr. Dre. Yep, I'm here. Welcome back. back. back, back welcome back. back. I got a different intro for every. So welcome so back. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so this this episode is all about gaining patience, and so uh, I'm going to go to Cassie first, actually, uh, this time. So, what is the number one thing to do when looking to gain some patience? This is what I struggle with, personally. Same girl. But you got to listen. <laughs> You can't immediately jump into what you think is going to happen and you're placing assumptions on something. If you just take a step back, you look at the whole scenario, you listen to you know, who's talking or what's going on and evaluate before you jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. I have to do this myself all the time, especially now in a, in a leadership role um, with a lot of different types of personalities. Um, you got to listen and hear people out because you really don't know what they're about to say and what direction they're going in. We talked about feelings. What feelings do they have? So take a step back. Listen to um, what they have to say <coughs> before you uh, jump to conclusions and, and lose your patience Yeah, very quickly. Yes. <laughs> when you listen, it helps to buffer the heat. Helps you understand, yep. you know, cause, cause a situation could get brought up and you might not have all the context, but you start to heat up a little bit and then patience is out the window. But if you just listen a little bit more, uh, and let it process, then I think that you can, so it takes patience to listen completely. And as a D in the disc profile, that's one thing that I, that I, don't naturally do. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn, you are also a D. Yep. So I have to learn how to listen so I can be patient and let the whole thing play out. So it's like in, when you're dating someone or if you're married or whatever, you're in an argument, for example, like Heath said, I'm a D. My uh, boyfriend is also a D and he is a nothing but a D. So us arguing with each other is like two bulls like butting heads, right? So (laughs) you have to allow each other to speak and talk and listen, let their point get across and then chime in because just jumping right in with little jabs and before you let them even finish what they're saying, it doesn't solve anything. It could heat up real quick. Yeah, it's like a, you know, burn the house down. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, let, let everybody finish what they have to say. Listen to their side of the story um, and uh, maybe you'll gain a different perspective. Yeah, okay. All right, Will? So one of the best ways to make sure you stay in control of your patients is to kind of find what what triggers your impatience or what what sets you off. And when you know what those things are, you can try, you can avoid them. Example, early morning coaches. There are some early morning coaches who can wake up, roll out of bed, quick swig of mouthwash, and go coach. I am not that coach. I need to be up a 45 minutes before I need to leave so I can shower, have some coffee, have a moment to myself, because if I feel rushed, I am now impatient and annoyed. Uh, same thing, if you uh, get road rage, leave early for work, don't be last minute. Uh, if you, anything that can set you off, so for example, if when you're going into work 
And if you don't have your coffee or you don't have certain things that way, make sure it's all set up, ready to go for yourself. Um, when I walk into the office at at headquarters, first thing I do is I go make a cup of coffee because it kind of calms me down from the drive there because it's during rush hour, have a sip of coffee, take a moment, and then I lay out all my stuff that I need, tablet, MacBook, all that, lay it all out, and we're good to go because it's organized. So just find those things that can trigger anxiety. You know, a lot of us that do have anxiety, we know what triggers anxiety, so we either avoid those things or we come prepared for those mm-hmm. things. So Make start, a plan. yeah, self reflect. Going back to previous gains, so on what sets off your impatience and why. Mm-hmm. Dive deeper into why it sets you off. Uh, is it fixable or is it something that you just need to make sure is taken care of beforehand? Like again, I am never going to be fixed when it comes to waking up in the morning. I need my time. I need my moment. I need to be set and ready. That's never going to change. So I just get up a little earlier. Yeah. And that way it's not the poor SA's problem when I come in hot. So talking about being organized um, and slowing down, we have to understand what's urgent and what's important, okay? So we, I talk to managers all the time about this. We talk about time management a lot. And every sticky note that's on your desk when you walk in in the morning is not important, but it feels urgent. So for uh, the perfect example I can get, let's say we're at, you know, you're at dinner with your significant other, right? And your phone goes off. As you guys notice, I haven't had an Apple Watch in months because it broke. Oh, I didn't notice. Months. Oh. I, I think it broke in the summer. I just haven't got one because I, I actually like not on my, my, on my wrist, the, 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 the shock collar on my wrist, (laughs) you know, um, because it's not important. If it's important, they're going to call me, you know, if it's that important, but the problem is it feels urgent because it's right there and it triggers this immediate response. (coughs) Yeah. Gotta grab it. Uh huh. And so if you're at dinner with your significant other and your phone starts buzzing, at, at what point do they lose patience? So it's not always about you gaining patience, but it's also about providing patience for somebody else and not triggering them Yeah. because you're just constantly on your phone and they're like, I thought we were supposed to have a good night because yeah. guess what? Sometimes those good nights don't last forever. True. That's very similar to the phrase of your lack of proper planning does not constitute an emergency on my end. Correct. That's yep. very much that right there. So, so understanding urgent versus important. Just because it feels urgent doesn't mean it's important. So, so that, cre- that takes some patience to listen to the situation. Hey, you know what? This sounds urgent. Let me listen completely before I am reactive. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where sometimes we get in trouble as leaders is we listen to the first three sentences and we're like, oh, I need to take immediate action. Yep. And actually you yeah. don't. You need mm-hmm. to take some time because that's not actually urgent but there's important things that I need to get to today. And so um, we're going to listen. Listen. Then you're going to find, out what triggers find your trigger. And then lastly, you're going fi- gonna to determine what's urgent versus important. So we're going to encourage you this year to fight and gain a little patience. Until next time, let's get gains. Bye, y'all.